0: Hey, 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 welcome to the podcast this week. It's your host, E. On today's episode, we call it Racing to the Red Velvet Seat, the Gent playlist that one time on the track and don't hit send. All of those topics will be discussed and I look forward to hearing back from you guys. 99 Problems Podcast. Let's go. today's episode we're gonna have a fun time and i wanted to start with this uh first topic that goes basically over the uh playlist that sometimes we have when we're with the ladies some of us have been fortunate enough to walk in the room and actually have a playlist and the ladies be okay with it maybe you negotiated it maybe you guys have a similar interest in music whatever the case may be We're going to cover that. In the next segment, I'm going to talk about track life. Yeah, um, I'm a well-rounded gent in in the early odds. I used to frequent the track very, uh, very regularly because it was on my way home from work, and why the hell not? And in the final episode, we're going to talk about emails and communications, or lack thereof with those. So, if you're here, I am glad you are, and let's get right into it. Alright, as usual, some admin stuff. Um, by the time this is posted, I will or will not have had a guest that you may have heard prior to this episode. That is okay, but I am letting you know that they are coming. We had to re-record one, as I said before, and by now that would have been done. And I think you guys are going to really like it. I may or may not have a jet in that preceding episode too, but I promise you this, it will be fun either way um i'm gonna be making some more moves on the pod as i told you guys we're gonna be discussing some uh things that reflect in the life but another way so just be prepared for that and i'm gonna name drop probably on the next next episode in early finalist for the my black is beautiful and they're going to have had to have listened to at least one of these episodes for a clue because i'm not just giving my money away nor will i force you to take it all right, hopping right in. If you heard the intro song and you're wondering who was that, that was Aloe Black. And that track was The Red Velvet Seat. Now you're probably saying, why would he play that, right? Well, it's in the title, so that's number one. And for some of you, you might have Aloe Black knowledge, but you weren't a super fan when he was hustling with uh, You Make Me Smile way back in the day in the, in the uh, subway alley. I'm aloe black old, if that makes any sense. And it's not very old, but old enough so I can appreciate I need a dollar, et cetera. But he made his way to my playlist. And like all of us, we all have playlists for certain things. When you go to the gym, you have a gym playlist. When you're driving home from work, you may have a certain playlist. When you're going shopping or when you're with your homies or your girls, you may have a playlist. So it stands to reason you more than likely have a sex playlist. The go to songs, Aloe Black, and the song you just heard is one of mine. Now, you're probably asking, why is it called Racing to Him? I'm gonna tell you why. He is located at the 17 minute mark of my playlist. There was a time where getting to him required relative ease. I could get to L.O. Black. No problem. In fact, I can get to two more people after him because that's how I moved in that particular four-way. Now, 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 it's a race to get to him. The goal, the goal is basically if you can make it to him and through the end of his song and his long ass, Offbeat riffs. You have won, Eric. Yay. Self high fives. All the happy stuff that comes on with that. But the reality is that's not necessarily the case. And here's why. Track number one on Eric's awesome music playlist is from The Weeknd, and that's Wicked Games. That song in and of itself is 5 minutes and 44 seconds. Now, you're probably saying that's not too bad because it's not. If you're one of those people who enjoy groceries and I do if you enjoy um going down and enjoying the pleasures that women provide I love that you know that's one of them and especially if it's mutual so it kind of moves and it grooves but in five minutes and 44 seconds yeah you know and bear in mind you guys are paying for what you're paying for this is another reason why I said the last episode I'm probably eliminating one-offs and the hourly things because You'd be surprised how much time you're really spending in the bedroom versus yeah, what you pay for. <laughs> so, Wicked Games is number one in its five minutes and 44 seconds. All right. The number two song is typically Downtown by SWV. And that, in and of itself, is another four minutes and 22 seconds. Why is that important? Because I'm already at 10 minutes. Now, you're probably saying, E. Why are you putting your strokes out there because in 10 minutes you should be blah, 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 I'm a grown-ass man, dog. And here's the reality. So if you subtract the oral pleasures and all that good stuff, you're probably not pumping as long as you think you are, King. Now, if you're younger, this probably doesn't apply to you, but Bernie Max said it best. Probably really a good 50, 60 strokes and the rest of you just in that him and that horn. Um, I saw something on Twitter and I wanted to put this out there. <laughs> um, come for me, Daddy, is translation for this pussy is tired. I promise you, she's thinking the same thing you are after the 10 or 15 minutes, especially if you're still in there and you didn't made it a certain period of time. I'm not knocking the love making experience because I know some of y'all in here are long and good. And and like, it starts the moment you walk in the door and you built up this pent up aggression. But if you're a married man like me and you've been around, that's not really reality. Especially if you're dealing with a fave and you know what, I'm not even going to go there. Let's just say that in this process, if you're in it for the carnal and there's already a physical attraction, etc., etc., you might be operating at a disadvantage because the anticipation and the anxiety is now all stuffed to one specific reason of your body and it's waiting to unleash Ha, so how does that affect us in the playlist? All right, so if I can make it past SWV, which typically I can, and every now and again, the shuffle will mix it up. Ideally, if it shuffles to the top, that's great. Cause then it's like almost four minutes of downtown and I can do that a lot longer than that. But you know, it's not always a guarantee that's the first song. I let the music guide the moment, much like the ladies do. So if that comes on first, I know, boom, I can do that. You know, and it's like a deceptive thing. Like, I got that for like a four minutes, and then boom, the stroke will be good. But if you're someone, a Virgo or someone with horrible ADHD who likes to time things, record, remember, and repeat, and that is the second or third song, not the first, you're operating from a disconnect or a background, which is often the case for me. If I'm lucky enough, my third song, and this is the kicker, it's Freaking You by Jodeci. That goddamn song is 6 minutes and 19 seconds. You want to know why that's never the first song? Because if I'm having an off day and that's the first song, you mean to tell me you couldn't make it through one goddamn song on your playlist? I never want to hear that. (laughs) You know, I'm not saying I'm a five-minute guy. I'm not saying I'm a two-minute guy. But what I'm saying is, if the best you can do is that, you probably fucked yourself. You should be looking at quick visits. Look, not saying that's the case. But this is an episode that's kind of leaning toward the guys who go right into the carnal and less of the companionship. So I wanted to have a little fun with that. And let you know that there's a way you can get around that. But don't put on songs like Freaking You at the first because you're fucking yourself because it's only 6 minutes 19 seconds. And if you count the strokes, you're not going to make it through Freaking You, player. (laughs) I'm just telling you right now. If you're not going down, if you're not enjoying her, if you're not doing any of that stuff, it's a wrap by the time. KC start asking for Devontae You feel me? <laughs> you know, and we and we lead to the last track, Red Velvet Seat. And I say this again. I there was a period where I can get to that son of a bitch and it was a thing and I was, you know, celebrating. Now that is the goal. I said this earlier, you know, if I could get to him, I'm winning, but the reality is, is lately, by the time KC is saying, he wakes up feeling so horny, I'm done. <laughs> and i'm like god damn it what what now you know <laughs> and i'm not mad at me it's because you know i'm disappointed <laughs> i used to be better at this but now I, I, I realize that you know some of the choices that you make music wise can dictate how the stroke goes so while well, i'm not gonna put on you know box fifth or anything like that i'm just gonna shuffle the music around And get to a point to where I'm appreciating her and the music. Especially if we communicated what's going to be played, etc. Um. There's an artist who's been added, And that son of a bitch is a igniter. If you hear him come on. On any of the playlists. He might be the great equalizer. That makes these things go. I won't um, get into him a little later. But I wanted to go over just over how music works. Um. I'm not the only one who listens to music and it moves them in a certain way, right? I remember on a date, right? This was like the early aughts, middle aughts. You remember the song Little Wayne had like a lollipop? Well, this was this girl's go-to. She was quote-unquote one of the many head doctors that post on one of the sites. I think it was Eki or Black, uh, Black. It was either Eki or Backpage. So she pops this on and she does her business. Needless to say, she licked the rapper. But she gets into it when he's like, "shorty sure want to, uh. And I just, and she's moving her head. And it's a rap. I don't think I've made it through that song whenever it came on. Because she knew what she was doing when that came on. Because it was like her theme. It was like her background. You know how you watch a TV show and there's always the, the the theme song that comes into it. By the way, Golden Girls has the best one. Fight me on this. I'm ready for that fight. But, you know, that would come on and she'd be like, okay, hon, let's get into it. And she'd pull her phone out, pop that on, and next thing you knew, it was a wrap. Um, In another situation, I had a date where the young lady was a Nicki Minaj fan. Nicki comes on, she gets into her mood, and boom, it's go time. This one song wasn't Nicki Minaj's, it was Big Sons. But Nicki was featured. It was wobbly, wobbly. Ah! So when Nikki's verse drops and she's not like, getting sound, so sticky and whatever the case may be, um, from that point on, she just starts twerking. She bent my shit. <laughs> I'm laying in bed like God, what the what, woo? But when she bent it and she kept twerking, we kept making that some bitch move. And when I tell you, I had never had that experience, but I wanted more. It was kinda of like getting that first tattoo where you're like, I'm scared this might fuck me up. But when she was twerking on it to this for this dude, it just made me feel a certain kind of way because I it was amazing. But you know, she was done because it kinda of worked. And I realized at that moment, okay, so the music matters. I gotta have a playlist and if I'm so fortunate enough to actually have someone who lets me get to it, put my music on. And if I'm blessed enough to get to uh, Brent, it won't be Red Velvet because that's the guy. I want to say he is the new, put him on, just hit play, watch what happens. But there are some who like rappers. You know, there are some like Flo Millie. I've heard her name flirt around a couple times. You know, uh, Tiana Taylor. But for my money, Brent. I'm not going to put him at the beginning, stick him somewhere in the middle where I'm operating. And focus, and and get the anxiety out, and just push and be fine. The music that you listen to, understand, it has to be something she can fuck with. Also, you walk in there playing Megadeth or Metallica, and then you wonder why she's not getting into it. Essentially, is because you're playing hard rock. I mean, it's the same for rap. I'm not about to go in there and bust out Playboy Cardi or the originator of you know mumble rap. Uh, what's what's my guy's name? Lil Yachty. That's an inside joke. Y'all know, if you knew it, you'd laugh. Anyway, I'm not going to do that. But what I will do is put on something that we can probably roll with. And the chemistry is there and we vibe at a certain level and it just kind of works out. Drake could be a borderline thing. I'm not really a Drake fan, just like Beyonce. But Beyonce does have songs that kind of go good for the bedroom if you have a beehiver that you're dating. If you're not, you're just in there fanboying, and it's kind of ridiculous. All right, that is segment one. I am here to tell you guys, I, I subscribe to the notion that if you have a good playlist, it will help with the anxiety. In a goofy way, that's really what this segment was about because we get in these situations, especially when it's a straight carnal date and there's a limited companion component of it. And you're trying to do everything right. You showered before you got there. You're taking a shower if she asks to do it. You, you give her the money. You set the mood. And the room may be a little hot or there may be, you know, candles that are present and that's throwing you off because you're used to natural lighting. I don't know the situation. But what I do know is if you have a decent enough playlist and you're making it work, you might be able to walk out of there pleasured and happy. 99 Problems Podcast. Next. back to the podcast and uh shout out to jodeci if you saw how fast it took for kc to get to that point then you know kind of what i'm dealing with it was not very fast it was like 32 seconds or some shit but anyway i digress just know that if you got a pretty good song list you can make it through it this next segment i wanted to really touch on this because i don't think we know to some extent, the origins of the more common version of where we are now. But, you know, there's a track everywhere you go. There was a period prior to me transitioning fully into online with Craigslist and Backpage where when I was stationed somewhere in the military, I would research where the track was so I knew where to go dating whenever that was a thing I wanted to do. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. It is dangerous, but the electricity is real. The energy that it takes to, I don't know, maneuver on the way home from work or or the lunch break or, you know, hey, I'm going out to get some snacks for dinner if you guys want anything. When in reality, you're like, (laughs) you know, racing down to the track to see what's hot and what's valuable is I can't describe it because you won't believe it. Let's just say that there's a rush. That I can only equate to I don't know um getting a discount somewhere or or finding a win that you weren't looking forward to. Finding that money in a seat of your you know couch or whatever, and you're like, oh shit, I just found $15. It's kind of the same, but but different. Um Track Life educated me on this life to the to ways I have no idea to fully tell you. Uh the verbiage, the terminology. How upsells work, this, that, and the other. If you are a new listener, I have a lot of that in a prior segment. Let's just say I was upsold a pants leg at a time once. I was like, how could I possibly pull off any kind of fun with you with one pants leg off? And she showed me how. Apparently, there's a way you can get the VJ out with one pants leg. But I learned, if you're motivated enough, you can do that. I was upsold on... um, (laughs) One tip, one tip per piece. You can put your hand on one boob. Twenty dollars for the next boob. The street life taught me: okay, have X dollar on you in hand just in case the upselling starts because you never know how they may feel, and everybody is different. But the track, what I liked about it, despite the upselling, was that um, the way you maneuvered in it is unlike. Anything else. It's unique ability in how it maneuvers. Set yourself. First off. Assume that you're dealing with someone who may or may not be a cop. So there's always a legal thing in the back here. Here like this might be me getting arrested. And I get it. I get it. That's, That's not a thrill for some. And I'm more responsible now. I'm in my 40s. But. You call it Eric in his 20s, the thrill was always there. I don't know why. It's like, you know, you go out to protest and you're doing a good cause. In the back of your head, I might get arrested. So what? I might be doing a good cause. Well, while it's not the same, if you're looking to release, you just might hit a track because you know what? (laughs) You want that. And, and. It serves your greed, your purpose, and getting hit. You just might want that. And guess what? While you might get arrested, the thrill is there nonetheless. Um, Getting right into it, I have what I call BOKs. And I thought I could just go through this segment and break it down like I just did the prior one, but I can't. So with these BOKs, I need you guys to realize you got to be okay with certain things if you're about the track life. There are gents listening on, the, on certain review boards, I know who you are, who are okay with this life and you actually review the ladies from the track. Who, by the way, have no idea you're doing that. I don't know if you told them that or not, but just a little FYI, if you're going to review them, let's not put their pictures on there because it makes you look like a creeper. I get that you want to drive and take a picture of them walking up and down the track, but you're making them get potentially arrested. Um, So let's let's get away from that. And I know the review board, I'm not going to call you out that it's locked and it requires certain kinds of passwords to get in. But look, your moderator knows I got in. so, So FYI, back to this. Okay, so I have these BOKs that I came up with and the only way I can properly introduce the track to people who have never been on it never experienced it, understood it, was to do this and then break it down. And if you have any questions, hit me on the 99 Problems Podcast Twitter. It's also on my athlete burner Twitter, so that way you can say, I seen it. If you follow me, you already know what this is. If not, look for me on Twitter. I will not be hard to find. Okay, first, be okay. Be okay with the screening tool that they use because it's way different than what you're used to with the ladies online. I get it. You're on Trish, probably Delights, Twitter, you name it, Reddit. And the ladies are like, I got this booking form. I have my website. This is how you do it. You screen, you give me your ID, you give me some, you know, two references, your LinkedIn, whatever the case may be, you are good. Well, the ladies on the track don't really got time for all that. Some of them might be operating under the old, if you're a cop, you have to tell me a cop. I'm going to say this as a a law school student and someone who's dealt with many ladies from the track and someone who has worked with them in social work. Cops do not have to identify who they are in the middle of a sting. They will always say it is a sting if the situation calls for it and the track is one of those. (laughs) Big myth. So, ladies, if you're listening, understand, even in the life they don't have to identify they're a cop if they are in a sting. Fight me on this. There are other lawyers who are on SW Twitter who will gladly tell you I am not making this up. All right. Number one. When I say be okay with this, their screening's a little bit different. Now, how different, you ask? Here's where the fun starts. They may ask you to grab a tip. They want you to do that because it's a sexual act. And if you consent to the sexual act from that point forward, you can't hem them up and say that. Oh, by the way, you know, she was out here tricking. Now, nah. Nah, if you grab the boob, you was fully committed when you grabbed the boob. Because at that juncture, if she offered it and you provided it. And I.E. you gave her money afterwards. You just gave money to a girl who you thought was pretty awesome. And she has nice boobs. That's one way. The more common way I'm seeing on review boards, and let me say about three, four years ago, I experienced myself. You're going to have to show that to, baby. You're going to have to flop the meat out. (laughs) Because if you flop the meat out, essentially what you've done by flashing the D is tell them that you committed and you down for something. Now, they're not going to say flash the meat out without first showing you what they got. I would strongly recommend that. Because in most instances, you might be dealing with a cop. A female cop got no problem seeing dick. <laughs> Put you like that now. Yeah, if she says flash to meet out odds are she probably has her boobs exposed to you. So, you're going to have to show that dick, fellas. I <laughs> ain't no other way around it. I know this is a funny episode and uh, you know it might make you uncomfortable. But, hell, I mean, you got her so you're trying to obviously do something. You got to be okay with that as a instant scream. It's quick. They know you're not a cop etc. Does it make them safe because I know there are some companions listening? No. For the record, flashing your meat does not mean all of a sudden there's going to be a safe interaction. There are ladies who listen to the show also. I learned this over the past week who are on crawler and the other review board, etc. And some of them hit the streets. And I bring this up because there's a misconception of how they screen versus what reality is. This is one of the things they require, but it does not mean that they're safe. It just means that you're at least not a cop. Gent, be okay with this. I need you to also be okay with spot negotiations for service. Every lady's different. Every lady's going to want things. If you're thinking, because the last time I was on the track, I paid 25 and got hit, that's going to be the same with the next girl. You are sadly mistaken and i am here to help you out with that today it's been a while at least a good four or five years since i've seen anything remotely close to a track but i've always had a rule of thumb kept about a hundred dollars on me and not in one big fat one hundred dollar bill you dope no you break that thing off in the 20s because she'll give you her prices and you roll with that now she's gonna pop in the car and typically after her screening process is done What do you want, hon? Don't be shy to say you just won't head. Don't point down to your shit. This is stuff I got, by the way. This is not anything that I'm telling you that Eric's making up. This is what I was told to include into the show, just in case you wanted to know. So, don't point to your shit or be wishy-washy. You weren't wishy-washy when you called the $500 an hour lady. So, why are you wishy-washy? Because you're on the track with someone who's one-tenth of that price. Just putting it out there. I've done my job for those of you listening. <laughs> okay, you know when you hop, you should kind of know what you want. If you want some ass, like hey, I want some ass and a little bit of head. You want head and ass? I want both. And you know, I want to go to a hotel room. I got enough room, money for that. Boom. You know, if you want her in the back seat, let her know that. Hey, get in the back seat. We'll uh do this, that, and the other. But being bashful and run into the street, that's a bad look. (laughs) That's a real bad look, but does it happen? Yes, a lot of you NCLs don't get that. So because you don't get it, I am here to help you. Be okay with the terminology. Some of you don't even know that yet. Some of you don't know PSC GFE, BBJ, TIC, HIJK, You don't know it, (laughs) and that is how they talk. There is a whole street term And languages that you do not know. I'm not going to break them all down. I've done it before. I will have a whole episode for it if required. But if you don't know it. And she tells you I do 25 for CBJ. 40 for BBBJ. All you heard was BJ. And you're assuming well what's the difference. Moment of silence for those of you who caught that. Because you know goddamn well what the difference is. Learn these things. Be okay with it. Be okay with negotiations because this is them. This is how they live. And they're not going to have the same price person to person. And this isn't a be okay, but I'm going to make it one. I didn't even have it on my list, but I'm going to be okay with just washing your nuts and your ass. Fellas, you out here in these streets and you're making these moves with these ladies off the track. They are going to want you to have decent hygiene. You can't come from the gym trying to get your dick sucked. You know, leave the job, want a little bit ahead, At least watch it sit in the sink and cologne on the dick does not count. It just elevates the urine smell. I'm here for you again. Ladies, you know, you told me something. I'm putting it out there because never to say that I don't take the content you provided at it. <laughs> I heard that. And I couldn't make that up. All right, be okay with random exhibitions in random places. So, you decide you want a little head, and this is your first time on the track. I strongly encourage you to drive the block around the track first, scout out a location, Let's not do this shit in front of the school at five in the morning because bus drivers get there. Let's not go to a well-lit parking lot like a Walmart and park in the front of that son of a bitch because it never closes. Let's not go to the hospital and park in there because A, it's paid, B, security circles it, and C, people are walking in and out of it all the damn time. E, why are you telling us this? Because I want you guys to be safe. I want you guys to be smart. I want you to make moves when you're making them that represent like you've been here before. Some of you have not, and you make these choices, and it's like, oh, what the hell are you doing? odds are the girl's going to know where to take you because she's a pro and she's done this before. If she hasn't and she's touring or she's in this area and she's on the track, she's going to depend on you because clearly you're driving it like you know what the fuck you're doing to have a spot identified. If you don't, just be okay and scramble together to find some place that's not well lit. You know, some place that's dark off but has decent traffic. You know what I've done? You know, there's a park in San Antonio, a certain area, I'm not gonna say. Um it's not welded at all. You know, they play midnight basketball out there, but you can find a corner, knock it out, be done. It was a construction site. Thought I was safe there. What Eric did not know was that they start night construction at certain periods on certain days. Didn't research that, got caught. The dude was uh all over the cell phone and had to make a choice. <laughs> I had to make a choice because once he pulled his phone out, I didn't know who he's going to call. And I wasn't about that shit. So we ended the date early. I got her back where she had to be. There was a win there. But scout the area. I made those mistakes and I've been in the game for a minute. I just want you guys to not make the same ones that I made. All right. Be okay with sometimes not having the world's best breath on a date. Um, pro. She's a valuable con. She may have just hopped out of another gent's car. Does it happen? You got them right, it does. They don't have time to stop. You know, they may have, you know, all toys on them or they may have gum on them, but that's a hit or miss. It's not 100%. You just got to be okay with that. You know, you're hoping they practice good hygiene, but it's not a guarantee. You should be practicing yours in the event it comes to it. Or if you're smart, have gum on your car. Have all toys with you. That way you can get that experience, excuse me, if you want it that way. It saves time and effort. Does it happen? You're goddamn right it does. You shouldn't feel bad if it does too because you're on the track. And many of them have certain quotas they have to hit for themselves and for their sponsorship, which is another segue you have to be okay with. Be okay with pimps. Because pimps are standing there looking at the car, seeing how many times you circle and go, the next time that red Volvo comes around that corner, you better goddamn hit that shit. Seen it happen with my own eyes. I even had a pimp knock on the window one time and say, wrap it up. The street's too hot. Bust and leave, player. He was cool about it, but, you know, I couldn't get to that nut. I don't know if the song was off or my energy level just wasn't there, and he didn't give a fuck. All he knew was, Every minute she was in my car, she was losing time out. You ain't really got time to negotiate. This is not a GFE experience. This is a bus and move, bust and move. She was in my car for 10 minutes. He said, on average, she's supposed to be in there about five, six at the most. You know, negotiate, you get to yours, boom, she moves, she moves. Apparently, she was short of quarter. I've mentioned this before. This pimp, I don't know how and why. But he felt like striking up a conversation with me was good. And, and every time I would see him on the track, he'd holler at me and be like, Yo, I got this you know, bad Puerto Rican today, bro. Got this Samoan. These are my Hawaii days. If you do not know, Honolulu has one of the hottest tracks in the country. Ladies touring. FYI, you're not competing against other ladies. You're competing against the track. What you don't want to do is get a room on Waikiki. You're chicken yourself if you think you're going to outdo them. This is what they do. So, I learned in that process, I got to be okay with pimps. Not all the time, but some of the time they are around. They'll make themselves notable. Some of them, in you know, Hollywood will really fuck you up on what pimps supposed to look like. A pimp could be walking around in a polo shirt and blue jeans. Or it could be a badass stud in a damn football jersey and some Jordans. Some Jordan ones. You really don't know what you're going to see. You know, wave game on point. They're just out there doing the thing and making sure the ladies are okay. But what you will know is that they're circling your car because you're circling the track. They're scooping you out as a client. <laughs> yeah, it happens. All right. Be okay with them wanting to eat if they're independent. Because you may be a nice enough guy that allows them lunch break. Lunch break is very rare when you have a quota. But it's something that they want. And because they want it, they're going to ask you can they have it. When they're done, you seem like a nice enough gent. I was wondering if we could stop at this little McDonald's and get me a number one. If you had the money for head, you have enough money for a Big Mac, large fries, and a Coke. If you don't, you just being an ass. These ladies are out here, especially the ones that work the day and night, <laughs> you know, and they don't get a chance to eat most times. They're too busy doing their job and trying to focus on bills in real life. And you may look and carry yourself as a nice enough gent and they're just hungry. And they might want to just sit somewhere and eat their food and be okay and be cool with that. And some of y'all are assholes. Oh, I would, but I go back to work. Oh, you was prepared to get full time in the back of your Traverse. I believe you got five minutes for them to drink the chocolate milkshake. It ain't that big mm-hmm. a deal. Oh, speaking of, be okay with distractions. Phone might ring. Pimp might show up. Someone might walk by the car because you parked in a dumbass spot. <laughs> you got to adjust on the fly. If that is you, understand that that should happen and is unavoidable. You just got to be okay with certain things because that is part of the life. If you're a big guy like me, I would further encourage you to be okay with getting a cramp. Because if you want full service in the back of a car and you ain't driving the Eddie Bauer Expedition, you're tricking yourself if you're going to make that shit work. (laughs) So if you want full service, I strongly encourage you to be okay with getting a motel on a paperless billing credit card or giving her cash, letting her pay it up front, and then doing what she has to do. Most tracks have an hourly right next to them, and you know exactly how that rolls when you do it. Don't be some big dude trying to squeeze happiness into a little ass Toyota Corolla. You know better. You know better. If it's dimly lit, maybe you can find a spot and do what y'all got to do with some real quick doggy. But you are risking it because now you're out there and that's a public exposure charge because you tried to bust. Finally, I would say. Be okay. Be okay. With the unexpected. Because you never know what you're going to get. She might be someone with certain problems. That you may not be okay with. But in the moment you were so horny. You do not care. This is not a pod that will make fun of those. Who have issues with drugs. Or or, or daddy issues. Or, or issues with mom. Or issues because there are males and females. Out there in the track too. So just, just be okay with that. This is a pod that celebrates. And serves as an ally to sex work. So. When I say you got to be okay with it, you made the choice to go on the track. So deal with what you're dealing with. Yes, there might be some who identify as they on the track. Grow the hell up. If you wanted head, you probably didn't care who it was. Do you have a preference? Yes. But if you circle that certain section because they're smart enough to move, then you knew what you was getting to when they got in the car. Don't be brand new. Don't be brand new. Be okay with the risks associated with the track. There are some ladies who are real good about this. I used to work as a caseworker for an agency where we would hand out condoms and other prophylaxis to keep the streets safe. But some didn't use it because it took money out their pocket. Some did. So if you're going to practice this behavior, understand what you are practicing. I am not saying that that level of work is different from the ladies who are on these other websites, but I'm telling you. There's a higher prevalency because many of them do not have the ability to keep themselves as clean or safe or STD-free as others. So, you're risking that and you're okay with it. And it's like you are when you call the companions just because that is the choice that you made. So, expect the unexpected. If you made it this far, you understand all that and you enjoy it and you on the track and you are on your way. Maybe you have a cool playlist. Maybe you don't. Either way, that was segment two and I hope you liked it. More of the 99 Problem Podcast next. I love this damn show, and we're going to talk about this. Alright, as y'all heard, I was getting crunked to the intro to P-Valley. I don't know how to tell you how that song makes me feel, but I love it. I love it a lot because the show is pretty goddamn amazing. It's part of the lifestyle. It uh, portrays the strippers and the life that they live in Chuckalisa, Mississippi. Fictional. One of them from Ace town The main character, Autumn Knight. And Mercedes is another main character. Mercedes can get it anytime she wants it. So, if you haven't gotten the P-Valley, I strongly encourage you to do so. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to give you guys a week. Then I'm going to start breaking down episode by episode what's going on and how. Needless to say, there are some characters on here that'll make you go, what in the entire? You might even see some that are a blast from the past. But, you know, seeing the show, it it really gives me a Players Club vibe. But with a better written script, direction, etc. You're going to like it. There's some colorism involved. There's some... Things in sex work that you look and go, oh, okay. It does get down like that in the VIP. I have been in enough to verify that anything can go on. And most oftentimes, it does. There's the rapper trying to get his music career off, etc. I want you guys to get in the PVA so we can discuss it. I feel like I'm on an island here. But I know I'm not because my birthday twin covered it on his podcast. And I want you guys to be down with that. Because, apparently... When women are liberated and have conversations about their sex life, it becomes something that men feel like we have to mansplain. Eric, what do you mean? Well, P Valley aside, there another thing happened when this pod dropped, and I don't know if it'll still be relevant by the time this is aired, but Cardi B and Meg decided to come out with the song called WAP. If you are unfamiliar with WAP, just go to your Spotify action. Kids, they know it. Wet ass. Let's see. (laughs) and everybody has an issue. If you are on this podcast and you have an issue with wet ass pussy, you are on the wrong ass show in the wrong ass life doing wrong ass activities because we support that shit here. I don't get it. They're talking about things they want to do to the meat. They're talking about how they want you to treat it. They're talking about what happens if they give you wet ass pussy. Um, what life are we in again? I know gents but not have a goddamn problem with this. And even some of the civvy dudes who may have made their way to my pod on accident. You should not have a problem with this either. Because, in essence, who doesn't want good pussy? And yes, good pussy that made me get married twice. I don't know how that works out, but it does. Uh, It made me do all kinds of shit. I, I look back and go, wow. You know? So, I don't understand the the full outrage, but I do look at it and go, where are we and why is this even relevant? Guys, stay out of women's business on this shit. There's a woman who said some of the funniest shit possible and I could not agree with her more. Here's some things you could be doing other than that. Your job, paying your bills, going to work out, filling out screening forms properly and not doing shit that's going to be in this segment. Um, I don't know. Clean up the garage, set up your man cave, read, sleep, anything, but find your way on social medias and go. The problem with where ass pussy is it allows women to be, I don't know, just focused and fetishized. Let them choose how to live a goddamn life. Why do we gotta be part of that? Not my argument. I'm an ally. I just wanted to say that this should not be the end. To the means. It should be a door opener. Let's celebrate this. You know, you know how this works out? And many of you, if you in this life, you celebrating your faves anyway. Check the last episode if you want to know what a fave is. And by definition, you probably should by now. So, moving right along. In this uh, last segment, I wanted to go over some things that I had to deal with recently in regards to how we communicate with the ladies. Some of us like texting. Some of us like the process of FaceTime because it's a verification tool, the screening and everything else. But primarily many of us deal with the emails. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a fan because it's quick with those who are professional, this is their job, etc. It moves. I mean, it's it's a real way to communicate. And you're done. Many say it only takes two emails if you send your first one right. You know, you ask, you go on their website, you read it, and everything they ask you do. And if they don't got a website, they have a tryst, and it tells you in the tryst how they want it. Boom, you are done. What that doesn't require, I will get into. But here's some of the things it does require: an intro of who you are, a Session requests, I want an hour, two hours, etc., etc. Your screening credentials that they asked for. This is a copy of your driver's license. The date and the time, which should be before this one, but yes, you want the date and the time so they know what day and what time. If you're smart, you read their e- their web page accurately. You know it's not same day. Many of the companions. Not 304s, etc. Will require 24 to 48 hours. So if you're requesting and today is Monday, I recorded this for a Wednesday. You're within the window. If it's Monday 3 p.m. and you're requesting Monday 11:30 p.m., don't let it shock you if that gets declined. Just telling you, it's not the same. If you were dealing with list crawler or you were dealing with EKI. Some of those ladies will tell you if I'm posting, I'm available, etc., etc. Text me, email me, boom. But if you're dealing with the campaigns who require 24 to 48 rule like that, don't be that guy. Don't be the guy who's like, I emailed her at 7 at 7.15, what the hell? Hi, I used to be that guy. Understand that if you want 24 to 48 hours, that she should at least have 10, 11 hours or 24 hours to respond. But. If you have the information requested and you move through the process, typically, like all of us, emails alert like a text message. They'll get in and they'll reply and then boom, when you have everything. Many of them have a way you can send a deposit. Cash app, Venmo, PayPal, etc. You send that, odds are you're good to go. Because they'll give you a confirmation or can you move it this way or that way, boom, then you send a deposit. And they'll tell you that. But... When you do all that and it still goes wrong, you have entered into what I call the fuck shit. And that is why I exist for this pod, for this episode now. So, as I mentioned, which will probably be a week or two weeks, depending on when I push this this pod out. I've been home and I've been able to distract myself and do whatever. But, you know, I did reach out to a couple. And this is based in my city. I want to tell you guys that I'm not knocking my city. There are ladies who are listening to this in my city who will think that I am, but I am not. But the two that I I, I went after, and there's proof out there, (laughs) they really let me down. One of them um, in the email process, she preferred DMs, which was cool because she's a Twitter companion. I, I went that road. But the time it took for her to get back to me, Versus the things I had going on did not coincide, which was weird because I reached out to her a week prior. She waited till the week of and then started communicating, and then in that juncture, the communication was patchy. She hit me back with a situation that could happen that could potentially derail the date, and I said, okay, just let me know so I can make other plans. I did not find out until two hours after the date was supposed to occur. Awkward silent moment there. Just let that sit in. It's what it is. I lost an opportunity. I move on. Had an appointment I couldn't miss anyway. One might think I'm squeezing these together, etc. Oh, well. Got told I'd be at home alone, which was cool because then I can start planning if I want to book another situation. Did everything I'm supposed to do. Here, this email is professional. You know what's worse than being left on read? Is getting a one-word reply back or a two-word reply back when you do everything possible to be professional on your end. Did that. So I'm like, is this confirmation? Because you saying my name, hi-e, that tells me that you, you acknowledge this. She was touring. Wasn't from this area, but from this state. I felt like it would be a good look. I'm supporting someone state local because I got dinged on that. Gents, don't be me. Don't let what, you know, you might see on a message board derail or determine how you move. Yes, someone hit me because they found me on Twitter and was like, Oh, a lot of the ladies you retweet aren't even in this area. So it makes us wonder if you even see some of us. I thought I was. Apparently I wasn't. Um, I got hit with that and I said, you know what? I'll do better. But apparently I wasn't doing well enough. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do a better job of retweeting, supporting locals. I did that and here we are. I had Two ladies in and I got the worst response. Again, going back to what I was told, three emails are supposed to be it. This young lady delayed time in responding. And she too basically did the female version of a cock block. That day was washed because if there were someone I would've seen, she did not respond in the time I needed to make that choice. Ergo, I lost that opportunity. This is unfortunate, but it happens. And I don't want to put the onus on the ladies because we do fuck shit in the emails too. If they ask you to send a pic of your face and you send a pic of your dick, you're doing the opposite of what was requested. If you are operating with a sex worker, here's some hard truth. They've seen enough dick. You think your dick is special because you're sending it? You think it's special because you're white or you're black and you're hung to the floor and it drags and it collects dust because, you know, it's so goddamn big that it's incredibly hard to avoid dust mites on the ground? You know, you walk with a limp? Look, man, I get that. But that's not required. That's not even part of the email unless you're on the track. Now, if you're on the track and you want to prove you're not know a cop, flop the meat out. That's part of their screening process. However, if you're not on the track, you're just being an asshole. <laughs> no one's got time for that. They'll probably delete your shit. Also, if you hit them with your life story, they don't need all of that. They didn't need you. What was sent? Some will say, you know, send us a funny quip so I know you're real, like a joke. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, some will say, you know, tell me what you do, pr- confirm it on LinkedIn. Ha <laughs> ha. You don't need to pull the bio from your job. No one wants to read an hour of why you chose Harvard over Yale. I don't give a fuck if you're an LSU Tiger fan. They just want to know if you're down. And if you're down, what time? We do some of the silliest shit. And then we go back and forth with prices as if we did not read them on their website. I'm not bashing us gents, I promise I'm not. But if I see one more Twitter email, what the fuck shit that y'all prove? And then you want to throw things out like I'm a 48-year-old white male making this, living that, the things I can do for you. And oh, your prices seem excessive. Because in my area, 200 will get me up overnight. Well, I'll be goddamn. You know... (laughs) I don't even know how to tell you how long I've been in this lifestyle. But if you've heard the pot, you kind of know. I don't know if I ever recall a time where 200 got you overnight. Even with the low end, way back in the Craigslist days, you was paying 500 for that. The high end girls would charge you 8 <laughs> You know, 6 7 8 8 was the max. If you were charging higher than 8 for an overnight back in the day, you was getting that goddamn bread. But the gents had it and they did it. You know, this is early 2000, so don't come for me, ladies. It's a different area, price jumps, etc. But if you in this life and you fix your lips via email or text to say, the common market is this, as the kids say, that is the cappity cap cap capity cap bullshit. You can barely get 200 an hour from a girl on Twitter, let alone 200 fun overnight. You got to find that shit. Come on, man. What are you trying to haggle here? Know the boundaries. Know the rules. Know the game. Also, if you're going to be emailing, don't put all that shit in the fucking title. Ladies, I'm here for you. That's what someone told me. I thought that shit was hilarious. i my myself. Subject, single white man seeking two hours of fun. In call location. Request that you be available from this date and time. Blah, 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 blah. She opens email, check the title, period. John, what in the entire fuck? What email server lets you stack all that shit in the... Th- you know, half the time in the subject, I just put a potential date request. <laughs> That's it. Why do you need to type your whole entire request in the subject? What in the fuck is you thinking? I don't even know how y'all thought to pull that shit off, but some of you do. Um I wonder and I wonder aloud is email a privilege? You know we uh have several layers in this life. We have the streets, we have the various social media platforms, we have websites, we have websites that promote the ladies. And I often wonder, and the gents, the gents too. I often wonder if communication is based on privilege, much like screening. You guys heard the first segment. You know, screening is different. on certain. I wonder if email is the same thing. Because ladies on list crawler and the, and the, and the uh, TNA board, et cetera, you know what they use? Text. PM me on this website. Boom. You're done. Email. You know, I understand it. I do it. But I'm, I'm going to ask and I'm going to try to get someone on the show who will let me know why they don't prefer it. Because I feel like it works. But then again, I, if you've heard this episode, you can kind of tell where fuck shits blind spots occur and apply on a regular. So it kind of throws me off how this happens so frequently when it does. But I rely on emails even when I'm fucking them up. True story. God bless. So my car broke down and it's just more to get a new car. It's easier and more responsible to get a new car than to deal with what I've been dealing with with this car. And I keep the receipts on everything because in this life you kind of got to because you never know. You just might need them or for whatever reason they're just good to have. Tell me why when they ask for my proof of income, I sign a screening form i wish i was making that shit up <laughs> i sought the sales team with a damn screening form Hi, i am such and such this is what i want it's your in call and i'd be goddamn if a dude did not laugh his ass off. i'm sure he did i called him and he was like hey man that's great man he's like a hell of a guy you know i'm 63 myself but uh well i don't know what an in call is if you could just send the form that would be great with your proof of income the look on my face when I fucking had that phone call, I was like, "God damn!" But you know, dude, took it in pride. Shit happens. I'm sure I'm not the only one who mixed up a send that went one place to the other. So I just want you guys to be cautious and careful. Imagine if I was one of you dopes that attached my dick to the pig. Probably wouldn't have the car. So. I want you guys to just dwell on this for a little bit as I close. How can we fix this? How can we, in the community, get to a point where we're using better communication and we're not dealing with the shit that we deal with? Because I'm really interested. I know there's a solution there. After 20 years, I've learned that, uh, you know, if you have a certain person... You know, and you've gotten me on the screening, then that changes. That was last episode. I strongly encourage it if you haven't heard it. I've already got early reviews that it's more clear, et cetera. This is going to be better, too, because I've got the kinks out. Um, But if you're not dealing with the regular and you're down with the one-off life, let me just go ahead and say, I understand. I just don't do them anymore. But in that process... If you're using their communication, respect what they want and send what they want. And ladies, I would say this too. I don't ever lecture you guys, and I probably won't after this. Just be mindful that some of us are in situations where your prompt response determines our moves. Hey, it, this is my podcast, so I get to say these things, and if you don't like them, you always know what you can do. Because I am married, I don't have the opportunity, as many other gents do, to call or email and go, oh, okay, that's fine. Whether well, we can reschedule. I'm often operating with the little window of flexibility that I did have, hoping that you had the same time. Now, because of COVID, I'm not out the house and I can't justify being gone for almost three hours at a pop. So if I see an hour, hour and a half window, I'm going to take it. It may be a gym excuse. It may be a excuse to go grocery shopping or to go look at, you know, getting the dogs to the vets, whatever if you're not responding in the time that I need, I cannot justify why I was going on in an hour and a half. And in my city, you kind of add that half hour because of traffic, obviously, as you guys learned, if I can get, barely get to red velvet seat, I don't need an hour. But with traffic, you kind of want to have to do that. It, I'm a paranoid person, and I'm always thinking about worst case scenario. That's the Virgo in me, that's the ADHD in me, et cetera. But I need you guys to realize that the way married gents move is different than a lot of other gents. This is not me lecturing. It's, this is why some of your gents are like, this is my window. This is why I'm pushing. And it may come off as pushing, but it's not. It's I was able to steal this time from an otherwise situation where I normally couldn't. My VA appointments are typically three hours a pop. So that's my go-to when it seems to work. But I can only go to the VA so many times in a goddamn month, gosh. Work with me. <laughs> I, I'm gonna bash gent practice just like you guys are because this is actually a gent empowerment improvement kind of podcast. But in this particular instance, for some of those those of you who are listening who are local and you get this, it would be nice because and and I'll go to my grave saying this. We all just want each other happy, and I think in order to do that, little things like fixing this process could go a long way. If you have made it this far, you have heard all the segments. And I am glad because I am really busting my ass for y'all this week. It will not seem like it, but as I drop them, you will get them. And the goal is to have multiple instances where I have people on. You just hear me. I, my pod is different than others. I don't have all the guests all the time because I'm trying to find unique guests. I can reach out and get the companion or everything, but it's really is client centered and there's enough companion as a more than enough companions out there. But I'm really angling to get clients on because these are your customers and you're hearing from them how they want things and how they like them. It's unique. There are, I have many associates out there who are doing the straight up podcast. My my guy Tank, he's interviewing everyone under the sun. Love him. Escort Deconstructed, constructed, etc. Um My muse was on a pod back in the day, and my muse is a buddy, actually, and that was good while she was on it. I'm not throwing shade, I promise, but um, I'm saying that to say that there's multiple platforms, but mine is a bit uniquely different. When people come on, you'll hear that they take the lead. I let them walk the show through, and I'm just fascinated as you guys are. Um, I'm tenor, generally genuinely excited with what they might say and when they might say it. And I don't censor them at all because, goddammit, it's a pod. Why should I? So, if you have any suggestions, any comments or concerns, you know how to get a hold of me. Shout out to all of my listeners. You guys rock. And if you've made it to the end, 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 in my passionate voice, giveaway time. Giveaway clue number one. You must know one of the songs I mentioned in the first segment. So when I do the last podcast and you hear, name one of the songs, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you have not heard this episode, it will not make sense. If you're a MBIB candidate, I will no longer tag it on Twitter. You'll just hear it here. I might give you a hint. I might not, depending on how I feel. We had a couple of times. The first candidate is a candidate from last month. Maybe she gets a second chance she gets it right. That is Lyra Del Rey. She has been doing it really good. I like her content. I am a OnlyFans follower. I suggest you follow her. She brings out the best in things that I've noticed. And I I think that she handles herself with class. In a situation where you don't have to always be classy because it's cutthroat from what I've learned in certain elements of life. I like how she carries herself. So, that is MBIB, candidate number one. There'll be two more. First come, first serve. On the episode when I say this is your chance to win. I close by saying the same. If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I have 99 problems. But this here pod, taint one. Peace.